0: It's a totally different Christian Car Guy show this morning. We are sharing your prayer nightmare. That's a little bit different, is <laughs> If you're just tuning in, this is the Christian Car Guy Radio Show this morning. <laughs> Which it's a live call in show, by the way. You call in with your questions 866-34 Truth. But this morning, it's time to share your nightmare repair. You knew it from the moment you walked in the place. This was going to be trouble. Or maybe you were driving along on vacation and all of a sudden that clunk, 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 limping in. You pull into that little bitty town and the only place open was the Bates Hotel in Texaco. <laughs> you call with your nightmare repair this morning. 866-348-7884. 866 866-3- for truth or as in this is a true story actually happened to me one time when i was general manager mark singleton mitsubishi in atlanta these poor folks brought their car in for a simple oil change <laughs> and back in those days they had these lifts that came out of the floor and when the seals weren't right and they began to leak what most people didn't realize is the last two feet the lift would just shoot up and so it would go up real slow until it hit that last two feet, and it would shoot up. Well, this one, apparently the seals were bad when they went to change the oil in these people's Mitsubishi. And they, they had a perfectly new-looking Mitsubishi when it went up the lift. And when it went that last two feet, it popped the car right off the lift. <laughs> and right, it, you know, because of the weight of the engine, it went forward into the mechanic's toolbox and all this stuff. So and it landed kind of down on its grill. If you can picture this car now leaning forward up against the wall on its grill and somebody, i.e. the general manager, had to go tell the people, I've got bad news and worse news.
1: (laughs) Oil change went by. Oil change
0: (laughs) is going to be a little bit slow today. So call in with your nightmare repair story. We've had this at Facebook. Already had some comments there. We'd love to hear yours. We know it happened to you. 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four 348 7884 for the digitally gifted, 866-34-TRUTH. Now, here it is. Help us out on this St. Patty's Day, right? I don't get to do the Christian car guy in my family's Irish, so it's extra special for me today to do the Christian car guy on St. Patty's Day. But we've got a wee bit of the blarney because we have our own Christian body shop guy Today, we're calling him Jerry O'Mathis <laughs> from Ray's Body Shop and Shamrock. No, it's <laughs> just kidding about the shamrock, but welcome, Ray. It's, it's an interesting topic, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, some of the nightmares and, and probably if you've been on the website and saw some of the things to say and not to say when you take your car in, I mean, those are, they can lead to a, a lot of discussion.
0: That's right. We are not only going to share our nightmare repairs, but we do have a list of do's and don'ts. What you do say, what you don't say, so you don't end up with that nightmare repair. Perhaps, you know, sometimes there's no avoiding it, (laughs) like the case where the shop doesn't have the kind of lifts that they need. But, you know, we've had through the opportunity
1: of having a record service. Also, a couple of the local service stations and even a dealership where we've had to go in and You would think that would really be an odd thing for somebody to bounce one off of a lift. It happens more than you would think. I mean, it doesn't happen every day, but when it does, (laughs) it's never a good thing.
0: So we want to help us all out on how we can get better repairs, feel more wanted, all that kind of stuff. At the bottom of the hour, we've got Ford's John Schneider. He's the chief engineer of driver controls and infotainment. Infotainment. (laughs) Very cool update on Ford's MyTouch system with now they have jerry sink my ride i mean you're going to want to hear about that and that's coming up at the bottom of the hour then in our appraisal by the real black book that's at the end of the show where we search the bible for a hidden treasure cry out for discernment lift up our voice for understanding nightmare repairs they start (laughs) you know they may make you feel like wow i'm not welcome or something's not quite right or maybe you're not really wanted it's just your money in fact You might even say, well, I I feel a little bit orphaned. Well, I found out last weekend by reading the advanced reader's copy of Max Lucado's new book, the the title of it's going to be Grace, there was this orphan train. And the orphan train started running in 1854, and by 1929 it had taken, believe it or not, over 200,000 orphans from the East Coast to Western farming communities where the children might be needed there were epidemics and immigration of terribly poor people which left orphans that had, you know, no place to go, and the East ran out of resources, so they started to ship them west. Well, in that book, Grace, by Max Lucado, he shared the story of one of these orphans, and I'm telling you, not only did it leave me in tears, but as Max Lucado, and, and you know, if you read Max Lucado often, you find yourself in tears, but it sincerely has changed my prayer life, I believe, forever and forever. I get to share that at the end of the show coming up on our appraisal by the real black book. And guess what? We already have a nightmare repair. We have Sonia in Richmond. Sonia, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Sonia, are you with us? I don't know if you're trying to reach
2: me.
0: My name is Terry. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: It's that's Carrie. A, <laughs> I am trying that's to a, reach. I was
2: waiting for Sonia to answer. <laughs> uh,
1: I was waiting for her t-
0: <laughs> You know a Sonia. <laughs> no, that's that's, that's your Irish name today. You know, we're, we're, we're broadcasting in green radio waves. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us?
2: Well, I bought a used 370 Z. It had 16,000 miles on it. I had about a week. I was driving it and an oil pressure light came on. Oh, man. So they had to tow it. They had it for a week and found out the oil pump had gone bad. So that was bad enough because it you know, <laughs> was a brand-new car. So they finally got it fixed. I went to pick it up, and they had put a dent in my door. Oh, man. So then they had to keep it another week to fix the dent. I've been happy with it ever since, but that was not a good <laughs>
0: beginning. <laughs> and now, Jerry, the, that's a tough situation because those dents, they, they – they, they leave a mark? Oh, absolutely. You well, know, they and, and the they did is... a really
2: good job. I'm very pleased with them.
0: Yeah, when but you're... I told them when
2: I bring it in from now on, I'm taking a picture of it from every angle.
1: That's yeah, when good. you walk out there and do your walk around to pick your car, and you see that den, it'd be a small one, but it looks about the size of a baseball. It looks like a basketball, and a basketball looks like it's destroyed. So,
2: <laughs> But this had happened. I, I picked it up after hours when I called in the next oh, wow. day. They said, well, how big's the dent?" I said, "Well, that depends on your point of view." <laughs> I, said, I said, "For me, when I look at the car, that's all I see." You know, somebody else might not even notice it.
0: Wow! But well, they, you
2: know, I like to keep my cars nice. I'm a, you know, I'm a sports car junkie.
0: Well, you, you, I you that up, I was a upset. You brought up a great point that we all need to think about when we pick up our cars. It's a great idea to do that walk around to see. You know, is anything new and exciting happened to your car that you weren't? And It's not a bad idea to do the walk around before you bring it in too, because uh, there might be something there that you weren't aware of. You know, because
2: absolutely. Well, thank absolutely. you, Terry. God if they bless work you. With me now, when I, I bring it in, they'll actually walk around it with me to ensure everything is is fine, and they keep it that way.
0: That's awesome. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in. All right, you can share your repair nightmare today. <laughs> we can all learn from it. A great idea that, you know, that you can share that. And from this, just like Terry's example, we can all learn from it. You call us 866 truth 866-348-7884. And as we mentioned, all this stuff's at the website at christiancarguy.com, where not only do we share all the things you should say, but we also share the things that we really believe you, you, you mess up when you say these things and you set yourself up for a nightmare repair. But there's also all about the Jesus Labor Love. You know, we have this ministry with the Christian Car Guy show, free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country. You can find out all about that at ChristianCarGuy.com. And we need volunteers for that program. And you're going to find a, a link where you can click in and be one of our volunteers to help us provide this ministry because like all ministries, it's a, it's a team effort and you could be just the person we need. So go to com. find out all about that. Yeah, and
1: Robbie, is a member of that team that provides a service, I mean, I encourage you, if you own a shop, a body shop, a, a tow towing service, a mechanical shop, whatever it may be, a glass shop, electrical shop, get on there and get some information because it is just a great opportunity to give back to your community and also show Jesus through just a simple act. And it's it's not a... A whole lot. It does take a little bit of effort, but just do it for Christ. And it just opens some some doors that you just never would have imagined. And the blessing, I tell you, and I always say this, you always say, Well, you know, I was great to be able to, you know, t- to give a blessing. But if you're a shop owner and you're really doing it and your employees, it's a blessing to them.
0: Yeah, they get to see your heart in action, no doubt. And again, it's it's just the labor, you're not donating the parts. And we always ask. We have a need in your area. We'll ask you if it's something you can't meet. We understand completely. But just to have you on our list as somebody that we could count on. All that's, again, at ChristianCarGuy.com. We'd love for you to go there as well as share your repair nightmare. We need more of these. Okay, we're broadcasting in green today. You may not be able to see these radio waves coming into your car. They're green as they can be because it's St. Patty's Day. Hey, you can just see Robbie dancing right now. I and mean. <laughs> my lucky cup. Yeah. It's green. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot more Christian Car Guy show coming up. Call in with your nightmare repair. We got a lot more coming up. 866 348 7884 We're sharing our nightmare repair today on the Christian Car Guy show. You can check out anytime you want, <laughs> but you can never leave. Maybe, maybe, you know, <laughs> seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding, Jerry. Last, last um, fall, we, we went to Holland, Michigan to uh, an event up there and, and the, they had a tornado. So we ended up in this hotel that. It looked like a pretty nice hotel on the outside. And when we went when I I had a good friend that I was staying with and when he checked in, you know, he went to his room and I went to mine, but he had his his son-in-law with him so he was supposed to get the room with two beds. Well, I walked into this room I couldn't help but notice there was a huge blood stain. <laughs>
1: hey, never a good thing out there. And I was
0: looking for the chalk marks around it as I noticed that <laughs> there was, you know, the lock thing on the door was broken in half. And, and there was a big crack in the door where that had actually been broken. And I'm, I'm dead serious. There's this huge blood stain with the chalk. In it. And I'm like, oh, mine, as I'm watching, look, like you know, my friend comes. <laughs> He goes well. I mean, your room has got the single bed. This must be my room. And I said, "Oh, I'm good okay. with that. You're right where you need to be." But anyway, share your. You know, you've walked into that dealership, that situation, and you felt like, man, there should be chalk marks on the floor. And I'm, you know, who knows what it, what it could have been. We had one shared on Facebook the, that this lady <laughs> got a loaner car, and um, she. <laughs> She was going down the road after getting her loaner car, and guess what? The police pulled her over. She was in a stolen vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens, when my loaner car turns out to be stolen. And you're, <laughs> you're trying to explain all that. <laughs> uh, that's one I hadn't heard, Jerry. Yeah. Now that's the nightmare experience. You call us with yours, 866-34-TRUTH, 866 348 7884 now we do want to share some of these do says and don't says and and so when you come into that repair shop you know one of the things i mentioned both on body shops and on car repair shops is a lot of people the the wrong thing to come in and say is i never trust car people you guys are always ripping people off when somebody comes in and believe it or not that happens often And, and that when you say that to a car salesman or a, a technician immediately, you know, you put them on the defensive. It's it's not the way to start out the conversation. A good way in in that would perhaps get you going in a better direction would be to say, you know, a good friend of mine told me you guys were the place to come to. Or I was referred by so-and-so. or some, Whatever it was was the reason that you came there. I saw your ad in the paper. It looked outstanding. I'm really looking forward to doing business with you. You know, that's the exact opposite, but you you got somebody immediately who feels, you know, like, wow, these people chose me.
1: Well, for one thing, when you come in with the attitude of being a negative and you put them on the defensive, you know, when you're starting getting an estimate or anything, they're not going to be as willing to work with you because they figure this is going to be a problem. I can already tell that no matter what I do, I'm not going to make them happy. And you're really not going to get a good enough price. In my opinion, that you could have probably got by just changing their attitude a little bit, and sometimes it's the communication where you say, you know what, I think you m- may be able to get by with doing this. Let's try this first, or let's try this repair and see what we have because it's not going to cost you any more, and it may save you something on the backside. But when you come in with that attitude like that, it just that 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 appraiser or that 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 service personnel that's that's waiting on you is.
0: Yeah, it's, it's you put up a,
1: a wall right off the bat.
0: Now, I, I what I did was I actually called several of my guys in preparation for the show and asked them to send me, you know, things that you hate it when people say when they walk in and, and things that you love that people say when they walk in, things that you wish they brought with them, how to be prepared for that service experience and that kind of thing. And so... Again, those results are all at christiancarguy.com. Like, if you missed the rest of the show and you want to hear some more of these tips, you can always listen to our podcast also at christiancarguy.com. at your convenience whenever you want to listen to the rest of the show. Plus, I'm sure we're going to get some very interesting calls here shortly from people who've had that nightmare repair, which, by the way, you can do at 866-348-7884. Now, the thing that the technician, the, the repair shops told me, every single one of them very emphatically, by the way, that they cannot stand is when somebody comes in and they have diagnosed their own problem, in other words, I need you to replace my water pump now they don't tell the person you know why they want you to they this is this is their request now, when I went to service advisor school years ago they they th- talked about the three c's and the three c's where you're supposed to understand the cause, the complaint, and the correction but the the complaint was the part of that the customer is responsible for. The correction and the cause, those were the things that the mechanics were. So you tell the, the people, look, I've got green antifreeze all over my driveway. Now, that may be your water pump. It may be a leaking hose. It may be a lot of things. And you can, it's okay to say it might be my water pump, but there's no need f- – in you diagnosing, uh, certainly with battery issues. That's the one that, that that everybody says, well, I need a new battery. Well, you could very easily need a new alternator. Your battery cables could be, don't, you know, there's no reason to diagnose that. You just tell them, look, my car won't start. It's going click, 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 click.
1: Yeah. How, how many people is happy in the situation when you come in and say, I need a battery. The shop puts the battery in it, does a great job, sends you out and it cranks right up. Customer leaves and just as excited as can be. Sunday morning goes out there to crank that car up and, Click,
0: click, 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 click. One they, put a, they
1: put a bad battery in here. <laughs> so then you, you've got a, a customer that's unhappy coming back because you did not install the battery properly or you didn't put a good battery in. And the whole time it was the alternator, but the, the shop was told not to check anything else. I just want a battery.
0: Right. And, and, and there is the, the situation that they would like as many details as you can about your complaint. Does it do it when it's hot? Does it do it when it's cold? Does it do it at night? Does it do it during the day? You know, are you going a certain miles per hour? All those details are extremely important to them, but let them do their job and trust them because it, it, it's, it's a similar thing. When you feel trusted and that these people are really counting on you, you want to come through for them. But when the people treat you like an idiot, then guess what? You want to act like one. <laughs> no big shocker on that one. We got Brian. He's got a nightmare repair for us. Brian, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi. What you got for us?
3: Okay. I've got to give you a setup. First, it's my kid's car that I, I gave them for, the, for college. I, I, my, my home is in Connecticut. They go to college in Virginia. University oh, wow. University. So they were home for Christmas break. Uh, they came back with the car. They're ready to go, go back to Liberty. And I um, don't I have my two daughters. I've got a friend's daughter in the car. It's in the wintertime. It's bad weather. They get to southern Pennsylvania, and the car starts acting up. It's late at night. They pull into a uh, automotive place that's open late after you know, <laughs> 8 o'clock, yeah. Oh, yeah. and um, they diagnose the problem. That they get it up on the list. And they say, well, we can't do it. We think it's the fuel pump, and we have to change the tank out. And so we can't do it, but they're good enough to uh, – Recommend a hotel, so I got to pay for a hotel. They get it towed to a local shop. They get it over to the shop the next morning. Get out of the hotel. They go to the shop. They get it in there, and they say We need a fuel pump. Oh, Brian!
0: Brian, I hate to interrupt you in the mid because it sounds like this is fixing to get good. So you're going to want to stay tuned on the other side of this break. We got to go to a break. We're going to hear the rest of. The Bates Hotel in Texaco story <laughs> coming up on this very special St. Patrick's edition of the Christian Car Guy. We also have Ford's expert on the Ford MyTouch system coming up and we got to hear from you 866-348 Today on the Christian Car Guys show, we're sharing our, pr- our <laughs> repair <laughs> and prayers. nightmare on a special St. Patrick's Day show. When we left our hero, Brian, he was, he was with his son's car. It looks like he was on his daughter's way back. Car. Daughter's car. Daughter's car, yeah, back on his way to Liberty. And, of course, as I mentioned, we've got our, our friend John with Ford. He's going to be on here in a minute, but we've got to hear the rest of Brian's story. Go ahead, Brian. I'm not
3: in the car. The girls are there. They're driving them by themselves.
0: Oh, the girls are by themselves. Go right. ahead. Sorry. Right,
3: right. So they're calling me, telling me all that going And I'm giving, I'm sending my credit card. I'm giving the credit card for them to pay for the room. Now, they're paying for this first, the first repair in southern Pennsylvania. They, they drop the tank. They change the fuel pump. They take it for a quick spin around the block. They come back. They tell the girls it's all set. Little do I know, and I didn't notice at the time, but it's leaking fuel now. They didn't put something in right. They're going down the highway. They did not fix the original problem, which it ends up, well, I won't tell you what it ended up to be, but the car was stalling on them over a certain speed. They're on 81, but state troopers pull them off, so you can't go this slow on the highway. It's because it kept stalling, so they, they were going like 40-something miles an hour, and and so, so they called me. I said, I don't know what's leaking. If I knew that, I would have told them to pull off. So I say, look, the closest town is like Harrisonburg, Virginia. I say, if you can get there, my my other daughter will come up from Liberty, pick you up, and we'll leave it at a dealership there. They get there, they they've got a leaky, rusty gas tank. They have to change the fuel pump because I don't know something's wrong. Installed it wrong. They they uh, find the original problem, which the um, module, the computer module, was intermittent. So. At, it was cost about three or four hundred dollars the first place, another fifteen hundred. It takes them two weeks to fix it. No, oh, my word. Ends up good. The car runs flawless for two years. They're still driving this car. That was like three <laughs> years ago. They're still driving it. I've got four daughters. They all go to Liberty, and the last two are there. Um, but um, I'm telling you, that after was a, all yeah. Over,
0: Brian, you have taken the prize so far for the nightmare. Pro- oh my word! With your daughter out of town and all that stuff, I can't imagine. God bless you hey, and your daughters. Brian, they made I want to make alive.
1: a mention, though. I want to shout out to Liberty University. My <laughs> daughter is also at Liberty University, a cheerleader there. And also, I see this tomorrow, the Catholics are playing the Baptists in the women's NCAA where, where Liberty plays uh, uh This close Notre to St. Patrick's yeah. Day, that may
0: not go good for them. I don't know. I, <laughs> God bless you, Brian. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, we got to get to our good friend John. He is the chief engineer with driver controls and infotainment, which is exciting because you guys—you may not know about this Sync My Ride stuff that's going on with the Ford MyTouch and the Lincoln MyTouch, but John knows all about it, don't you, John?
4: I hope so. I'm chief for the product, (laughs) so uh, thanks for having me on the show.
0: Well, it, it seems like a really cool system. It hooks up to your phone. It does all sorts of stuff. Can you explain to our listeners a little bit about what Either Lincoln MyTouch or Ford MyTouch is
4: sure. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a uh, very modern. Um, I, I I would call it a a, a user interface uh, for the car, and it uh, so the overall My Ford Touch or My Lincoln Touch system includes a uh, an eight inch touchscreen in the center stack, some uh, control panels, a very uh, very modern um, uh, instrument cluster um, with uh, LCD screens, color LCD screens, and then uh, steering wheel controls. And it's all uh, at the heart of it is our uh, SYNC product, um, and uh, and it's a very powerful uh, voice recognition system. So the entire system is designed to uh, help the driver keep uh, their eyes on the road and their hands on the wheel, and yet uh, you know bring in their phones, uh, bring in their uh, their smartphones, their media players, uh, you know, to be able to make phone calls uh, by voice, to be able to. Uh, you know, select a, you know one of the twenty thousand artists they may have on their uh, iPod uh, safely and uh, and very easily through voice command. Uh, uh, and, so and you'd and be able to say, actually
0: go in there, John, and say, "Play Hotel California" or Bates Hotel?
4: Exactly. <laughs> play play song Hotel California, and up it'll come, and you never you never have to take your eyes off the road. And can you, you actually know, tell it? The, you know, I'm just ahead. curious.
0: Can you actually say, "Turn up the heat"?
4: Uh, you can. Uh, we do have climate. Uh, we have climate uh, voice commands in the system. The most popular, obviously, are the, uh, the hands-free, uh, you know, voice uh, voice uh, dialing, uh, where you can either say someone. Uh, your phone book uh, loads automatically uh, into into the vehicle, uh, and uh, and so you can either say the contact name, uh, you know, dial, uh, call call mom or, or or call your best friend, right? Or you can uh, you can digit dial as well. Those that's the most popular, but and then after that, it's of course the, the entertainment type. Uh, well, the one thing
0: I would, you know, as you're engineering this, John, is that in the future, you know, when they start to be able to let the car take, you know, if if somebody yells out, "Take me home, country roads," you know, we don't want the car to start going.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, that's that's a great question and a great comment because what we're moving toward is a uh, is natural voice recognition, right? So uh in st- today we have a, we have a great system and, and it's very intuitive and we know that you know over eighty percent of our uh, customers who have sync use voice commands all the time uh, One of the things we're we're striving toward though is you you know you don't you never know how people are going to talk to the the machine so to speak. And uh, so we want to be flexible in terms of uh, you know what they can say and, and our understanding of it, but uh, that's that's part of the challenge, right? People can say a lot of things, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you have to differentiate. You really have to understand their intent uh, before you can get to that true natural uh, voice recognition capability. But we're close.
0: You remember that? Well, maybe you've never been, but at Disney World they have this carousel of progress ride, and the guy is playing this game of some kind, and he's. And the, while the lady is setting her oven, and he's five hundred points. Wow, you know, and he turns the oven up to five hundred degrees. And I, you know, and so I guess those are the things that that as technology moves forward, that we're going to count on you engineers to figure out how to keep us out of trouble.
4: Oh yeah, we will. And and you know, again, our our primary focus is safety. Um, you know, in the car. After that is comfort. After that is, it's uh, you know, and in, in efficiency. We want to be uh, we want to be more and more efficient and 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 uh, friendly to the uh, environment. And then, and after those three, then we start talking about uh you know keeping you connected, keeping you entertained, uh because you know our again, our primary goal is is to get everyone home or or or, or to work or wherever their destination is uh you know safely and uh, and uh, and and in comfort the uh The exciting thing about this product, and um, you know I think one of the reasons i guess we're, we're we're chatting today is we have uh, you know we've made the platform of sync upgradable. And uh, we are just announcing a, what we're calling a, a performance upgrade, and uh, it's exciting because every one of our customers who's ever, who's ever purchased a MyFord Touch vehicle um, will uh, will be able to benefit from it. And uh, we're sending out uh, software updates to the mail to uh, the majority of these customers. A few of them will have to come to the dealer, uh, but uh, the majority will be able to just uh, with a flash drive update their cars. And what they're going to get is a product that's uh, faster, uh, even easier to use, and has uh, the, all the latest and greatest uh, features and new applications that that we uh, made available, including uh, tablet uh, computer interoperability or support. So they now can, uh, if you have songs uh, uh, on your uh, your iPad or, or Audible audiobooks, uh, you'll be able to access those now uh, by voice commands as well.
0: And this one of the neat things about the My Ford Touch or My Lincoln Touch is is you guys seem to offer it. Even in the least expensive vehicles, all the way up to your most expensive Lincolns, am I right?
4: That's correct, and I, I think that's where you know if I maybe uh, give a star to Ford for uh, for where we're one reason we're different is we really have this philosophy of democratization of technology, and really what that means is we're we're going to provide you know high value, highly modern, uh, fantastic products uh, to really all of our customers right we we uh you know the product the type the type of product we're talking about here uh, most of our competitors can only put it in their in their high end series vehicles or the luxury cars and uh the MyFord Touch product has a uh, you know a significant uh penetration rate in our vehicles many of them 80, you know 70 to 80% uh, and we offer it in the Focus uh and uh you know later this year we're we're going to be uh, bringing it to the Fiesta so we're uh, you know we're it's going to be throughout our lineup and this is a very uh, you know, high-tech, high uh, very capable system that uh, really none of our competition can match.
0: And, and, you know, to me, John, that was Henry Ford's real value. Now, I'm talking about the original Henry Ford, that he wanted to build a car that the people who were working on the assembly plant could be af- able to afford to buy. And, and so what you're saying is, is that you've kept that same value throughout the years that even those people that weren't as financially gifted or whatever you want to call them would still be have available the latest technology, the latest and in safety information, and all that stuff. Well, God bless you, John. You guys keep up the good work there at Ford.
4: Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to speak
0: to you. Yeah, really, it's been a blast. Thanks, John. God bless you. Thank you. All right, we are still sharing your nightmare repair. Now you got to admit, <laughs> we got one there that's going to be a bit tough, tough to, to top. But you can call us eight six six. 34 Truth 866 348 7884. And you may think, now, Robbie, you've never had a nightmare repair because you've been in the car business all your life. Well, I will just tell you, when I was about 19, I bought an Opal GT. <laughs> and it had a noise in the rear axle. So I took it down there, and they, you know, charged me $400 I didn't have to put a new rear axle assembly in the car, Jerry. And on my way home, they didn't put all the bolts back in the drive shaft. And I don't know if you know this, but when a drive shaft comes out of a rear-wheel drive car, the, the car leaps into the air <laughs> like it it, it it pole vaulted down the street because the drive shaft stuck in the ground, and it shot the car up in the air. And I'm like, what? <laughs> expe- I can fly. I can fly. Have you, ever, have you ever heard of that? Oh, Jerry? yeah. Uh, I mean to tell you, they have a, a, a safety bar in race cars to make sure they don't do that. So... What is your nightmare repair? You call 866. Maybe your car didn't pole vault, but, hey, you did something. 866-348-7884. And also, as we've mentioned, we have these tips, don't we, Jerry, about things to say and things not to say. Now, we talked about what you do say and what you don't say to a car repair shop. Now, body shops are a little bit different situation. And it's it's still a thing of trust, and and, and but... When a customer comes in wanting to rip off their insurance company, <laughs> it's never a good thing, is it, Jerry? Never a good thing. And and
1: if you go on the website, I Robbie wrote down like the top five and I I really like those. And and the first one he wrote down, is, can you write a high estimate on purpose? And the reason most people want that is because either somebody else is paying for the repair or the insurance company's repair and are paying for the repair of the vehicle. What that tells a shop. These people are being dishonest. I can't trust them. Right, and if you got that fish on the back of your car, it's not
0: looking <laughs> yeah. good at this point. And, you know, the bad
1: thing is, and, and also if you're the customer, if you're the one, the vehicle owner that comes into that shop and asks that, and that repair shop or that estimator agrees to that, then what you're saying is neither one of you can be trusted. So it's just just a, a double negative. And, and, and most of the things on that list is about trust and about Being honest, because that's how you end up getting a good repair. other one you had on there was, uh, do I have to replace the airbags? Can I just cover them up? Well, that's just a huge safety thing. airbags are expensive. But if the worst thing in the world, and I, I have them come in that have been in an accident, that have been in a previous accident or a vehicle that was bought from a rebuilder or from a car lot, a small car lot, or so forth, that have had the airbags just covered over, you can even buy in the body shop magazines. You can order dummy replacement covers. Well, for one thing, if someone thinks they have airbags and don't have them, that vehicle is set up safety wise that those airbags right, it was are going engineered to from yeah. the
0: day one to have that airbag go off at a certain time in a certain situation, and you're literally risking your life, your family's life. So, I mean, it doesn't get more valuable yeah, I mean, than that. I mean.
1: Uh, Few hundred well, not a few. I mean airbags are expensive. A thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, is that the price you're gonna put on a life? I mean, that's really what it boils down to. And then also another one that you had on there was can you include this old damage on the estimate? Goes back to the same thing the first one is. If you're being dishonest, if that shop is agreeing to do that, I wouldn't trust them. And then the vehicle owner comes in.
0: And they got the Follow Me to Sunday School thing on the yeah. back, and i ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where we got to move to our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. As we talked about, nightmare repairs might make you feel orphaned. Like, I don't belong here. I'm in a place that I'm not supposed to be. And as I mentioned uh, last weekend, I was reading this advanced copy of Max Lucato's new book called Grace. And there they talked about this orphan train. And the orphan train started running in 1854. And by 1929, it had moved over 200,000 orphans from the East Coast to Western farming communities where the children were needed. The epidemics and the immigration all left all these, this, you know, orphans. A horrible situation. Well, Max shared the story of one of these orphans. His name was Lee Nailing. Now, when Lee was eight years old he had two younger brothers his father put him on the orphan train and he gave him a red envelope and he said here's my name and address so when you get to wherever it is you're getting on the orphan train you be sure and write me well you know he's eight years old he's got to take care of his two little brothers he takes his red envelope he stuffs it down into his jacket because he doesn't want to lose it it's the only connection he has with home and he falls asleep that night trying to protect his little brothers you can imagine what this train might have been like we're going to find out more about Lee's story and why it has completely changed my prayer life. It might change your prayer life, too. Or we might have time for another nightmare repair. Who knows? You call us 866 34 Truth. We're broadcasting in green. Can you see it coming through the radio? Uh, don't pinch that radio because it's green as it can be. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show with your host, oh Dillmore. <laughs> Irish people out there. The end of O'Danny Boy on St. Patrick's Day. If that doesn't just kind of bring a tear, I, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> but speaking of, of bringing a tear, we're back on the orphan train. Max Lucado's book, Grace, which is coming out this summer. You definitely want to buy it. He is an amazing, amazing author. But as he told the story of our poor friend Lee Nailing, who was eight years old, he's on this train. He wakes up the next morning. They've stolen his little red envelope, because I guess they thought there was money in it or something like that. The first stop, they take his youngest brother. Now it's just him and his second youngest brother. The next stop, they take he and his brother. And they, they, they end up with this old farmer who's apparently a pretty grumpy guy. And he goes out there to feed the chickens the first day. He doesn't know anything about farms. He was raised on the city. He lets out the chickens. The farmer boots him. Leaves his, keeps the younger brother because he figures he could teach him, but why am I going to feed you when you can't even keep my chickens in the thing? So he's walking down a road in Texas. Another farmer takes him in. But after about two weeks when he doesn't know how to milk cows or cut the grain or feed the horses, that farmer sets him out on his own again. And a third farmer finds him, brings him in. They spend the night. The next morning they get up. This is an amazing story. Let's see if I can get through it. <laughs> of course, like all Texas farmers, they have biscuits and gravy for breakfast. And the young man is all excited about these biscuits and gravy. And, of course, he goes to reach for it. And the lady pushes his hand back and says, now, wait a minute. At this table, we pray and we thank God for, for the food. And this was totally new to Lee, and he, he didn't understand But he he was like, okay. So the mother bows her head, and she says, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this food. And then she says something that changes everything. I want to thank you for my new son. And Lee says he didn't hear the rest of the prayer. (laughs) In fact, when they stopped praying, the, the old farmer had to tell him, dig in, son, because his mind was still wrapping around this thought of these people thanking God if there was such a thing for him because he felt so unwanted and what it was to feel wanted and how much do we all you know want to feel wanted and and you know there's the that whole situation but he said that later that day they took him for a haircut and along the way they stopped at six houses and each one they paraded him and there as this is our new son Well, the Nailing family adopted Lee, right? And he learned that not only was there a father that wanted him, but that that there was a heavenly father that wanted him that he could talk to in prayer. How cool is that? Now, I told this story (laughs) at my dinner table Sunday night after reading it in And that was after I had a chance to pray with my kids. Now, my kids aren't adopted, so they may just assume they wanted. But But just think how cool would it have been. And I'm not saying my parents did a great job of praying for me. But how cool would it have been to sit down at the dinner table and hear your father say, this is my son, Robbie, who I thank you, God, I really wanted him or your daughter, you know, those things could make an impact that's, that's huge. They hear plenty how they need to clean their room, you know, all the things that they can do wrong. But you know, what an opportunity in prayer while you're around your friends to let them know that they mean something to you and to God. And again, I just think it's an overall message, just like what we're talking about in share your nightmare repair that when you go into that service center by telling them, look, the, you're the people that I choose because I really trust you. It means so much to make everybody feel wanted. Am I right, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that, that story you just said,
1: uh, wow, is that not powerful? Just how we can, with our own, as, as a parent, if we don't do anything with our kids, is let them know that we love them and we love them through Jesus Christ.
0: Wow. They're wanted. You're wanted. Well, thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guys show. And certainly our listeners that make the show, thank you for the great stories. I want to thank you. My friend Jerry O'Mathus, <laughs> with Ray's Body Shop, our Christian Body Shop guy, as always, go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find about the Jesus labor of love, and slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Now, I was corrected that he also sailed some places, and he rode a boat occasionally and went donkey express on an occasion, but it was slow, I'm telling you, and he got it all done in 33 years, <laughs> and remember this. You know what? Jesus is praying for you at the Father's side. And you know what he's saying? I wanted Jerry O'Mathis. I wanted Robbie. And and share that with the people that you love this week. How about that? You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.